Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That would be me. My name is Tom Baker from Race Chaser Radio, and I want to welcome you to Motorsports Madness tonight. The usual host of this show, Jacob Seelman, who also writes very capably for Speed Sport uh, and handles the SprintCarMidget.com website, is on the road again, like Willie Nelson. And um, I think there are probably more tickets to see Jacob announce the must-see racing series this weekend at Roxford, perhaps, than at most Willie concerts anymore, sad to say. But um, welcome to Motorsports Madness. We'll do our best to fill Jacob's shoes. My name is Tom Baker. As I said, Randy Miller from the Inside Pass sitting next to me. We have news about the Inside Pass. We'll get to that later. Yes, yes. And uh, James Mellick, uh, who spends his days tearing things down yes, at Levine Family Racing, usually race cars, um, and uh, is our producer here. Uh, and we're happy to have you aboard. MyComputerCareer.edu is the main sponsor of this show, but we have others, and we'll tell you about them as we go. Uh, meanwhile, we've got about uh, a little over a minute just to kind of start to even direct the show somewhere. We're going to talk more about the news of the week in our next segment. We've got, oh, by the way, Michael Buddy Kofoid coming up at uh, 8 p.m. as well. And Michael will be talking to us about uh, what he's been doing in the open wheel cars this year, 360 sprints, etc. What a big race uh, over the uh, last few days. And um, we'll tell us about that. Ran against the outlaws last night as well. Um, but uh, Randy, in about uh, 20 seconds here, this has been one heck of a news week in NASCAR as we get set to go into the roll. Yes, we have lots of news. And lots of news is good news because that means we have stuff to talk about. Yeah. So we're not going to be sitting here looking at the camera for two hours doing absolutely nothing. And maybe so. debate as well as we go. Uh, yes. Definitely some things that will probably generate some discussion. We had a major driver announcement uh, this week that um, I don't think anybody... Uh, was surprised by but we also had one that i think took a lot of people by surprise we're going to start with that when motorsports madness continues right around the turn we will be right back you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit points three world-class road racing circuits you'll receive classroom instruction skid pad instruction in their car including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Well, hello, Ross Chastain. And as we get started with our first long segment here on Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu for the evening, Ross kind of figures into the conversation, and we'll get to that in a moment. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and James Mellick in the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. We are live on the performance motorsports network uh from from a radio standpoint and also uh if you're in the charlotte area you can watch us i don't know why you would want to look at us but you can if you want you sad people we're on t- sad people. we're on t- wsic 25.2 in the uh charlotte area uh if you'd like to tune us in and of course uh, you can hear the show on demand in any number of different places over the course of the weekend um, and on your favorite podcast platforms, just search race chaser radio and you can uh, tune us in and look, this has been, we're going into the Roval, which in and of itself would give us plenty to talk about, but you throw in a couple of driver announcements this week. One that's really not news at all. So we won't spend a ton of time on it. At least at the moment, that was Chris Bell finally, um, Red, uh, hopping into the 95 for next year so you know who's driving the cars you're working on. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to have Christopher Bell aboard. It's going to be a good season. Uh, still got to finish this year strong with Matt. Always want to go out there and try to win races. He wants to give us our first win. We always want to win every weekend. Would love to give him that win uh, as well for himself. But, you know, we're excited for 2020 as well to have Christopher in the car as well. Well, you're going to have enhanced support from Toyota and a new crew chief in that mix uh, as well with uh, Jason Ratcliffe coming over from JGR and Mike Wheeler now being promoted 
to um, another kind of bigger position. Yeah, he's going to step up to a different position, which, uh, you know, that's that's a big step for him, for sure. It's a different direction he's going. Yeah. You know, he's already a crew chief and all that. So he's excited. We're all excited about the new steps, excited to have Jason come over and join the team. And, you know, um, if that's what Chris likes and thinks that's the best fit, we're always trying to progress and get better as a team, and we're excited for that. Nobody really surprised by that announcement. We all knew it was coming. Randy, here's the one we were all surprised by. You know, I had been saying all along, I thought there was another shoe that had to drop because it it just, the, the silly season didn't quite make sense. Once you had the DiBenedetto announcement, we knew that it was going to be Bell in the 95. Matt had to go somewhere. Well, there was the first shoe. He went to the 21 because Menard announcing his retirement um, as of the end of the season, but it still felt like there was one more to go. Well, we got it with RCR, Daniel Hemrick being let go, not being retained for next year. So he had to go somewhere, and I said, I think there's one more that's going to drop. And lo and behold, it was one I never would have expected. However, it didn't really surprise me, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, the, the, the announcement was Ricky Stenhouse, gone. See you later. He's out at Roush Fenway after this year. So the 17 had an opening. Well, Chris Busher. Now, follow this closely, was originally signed to a contract with Ford and was with Roush. Roush ran out of cars to put him in, so they loaned him to the 37 team, and he drove there for, what, three years, I think? Um, yeah, three or four. Three years. And then um, when they decided to remove Ricky and Stenho- uh, and uh, Busher, Chris Busher's contract was up for... Renewal with the 37 team, uh, Roush just basically said, come on home, Chris. And lo and behold, he was already under contract. So uh, they retained the retainer and back home comes Chris Busher to the 17, which now leaves an opening for the 37 car for next year, which we'll get to in a moment. I'm not totally surprised that Stenhouse is gone and it's not for anything to do with Ricky. I I had heard from a really good source that Tyler Reddick was talking to the folks at Roush mm-hmm. Fenway about something. And let's be honest here. You knew it wasn't the six because um, Ryan Newman's not going anywhere. So you were either going to add a third car or you were going to, um, you know, there was going to be a, a, a change somewhere. Well, when Reddick then, when, when Hemrick got, let go as of the end of the season. They said Emmerich wasn't coming back. You say, well, Reddick's now staying with RCR, which I, I think Tyler, I'm guessing there was probably some sort of a little, you know, let's use that for leverage sort of thing. Um, and so it forced Richard to make a decision one way or another. He did. So we would assume that we're going to hear a Reddick to the eight car announcement anytime soon. And again, now you say, well, okay, what's going on over at Roush that they would be talking to Tyler Reddick. So when they, when they let Ricky go, um, I was surprised and yet not surprised because if you put two and two together and just follow the path, um, they were at least looking at, you know, the idea of doing something different. So um, at any rate, what do you make of Ricky being let go? And do you think that Chris Buescher does better, worse? How do you think that Bears well, out for well, next year. There's a lot of things to, to kind of digest and dissect as far as this whole announcement goes because with Ricky Stenhouse, I mean, Ricky's been a part of Roush's organization ever since he was in what was in the Bush series, I guess, or Nationwide series. 
And so I know for, for Jack Roush, he obviously wanted to sort of try to retain Stenhouse in some sort of way. But if you guys remember back when he was driving in the, in the Xfinity Nationwide, whatever series it was then, he was actually parked for a number of, of races because he couldn't drive. Um, yeah, that and, was and way back. Up. It was yep. way back. But, way back. Um, and I'm not saying the that his... series, actually. Right, right. Yeah. Whenever he... You know, this year he's been the center of a lot of controversies in, yep. the, in the in the garage area, dating back to several accidents and things that have happened. That's his doing, but I think it all boils down to what Ryan Newman was able to accomplish in his first year at Roush, um, because obviously Jack Roush is is somebody who's used to to winning races and winning titles, and I'm sure bringing Newman in this season, he wasn't expecting Ryan Newman to make the chase or make the playoffs because yep. it was his first year in the car. And he did. And not only is he making the playoffs, he's on the verge of making it into the top 12. And he's been busting off top 10 finishes, which is something I don't even think that Newman even thought he was going to be able to do in yeah, his first year with the team. So having him make the chase made getting rid of Stenhouse to a sense a little bit easier yeah. because yep. they have the same equipment. So if Ryan Newman can do it in his first year with the team, how come Stenhouse couldn't do it in his fifth year or however many years he's been with the team? Yeah. And be able to accomplish the same feat. I'm just asking here. I don't know all this off the top of my head, but isn't this the first time that Roush has made the chase and a deep run since they had Carl that year? They almost won it. Isn't this the first time they've done that, or they had some well, other stuff in between been. there? Because now work, but Newman's be making right. this yeah. charge. Yeah. I didn't know if this I, might I'm be the first sure. time. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, well, actually, it, not technically, because Ricky, he's won. Yeah, yeah Ricky, I think, was in the, so he was in the playoffs two years ago, I believe. He's He won twice. Uh, two years ago, I think. Both on plate races. Plate races, right. yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, but it's a, it's been rare. And and let's be honest, this is by far the most competitive a Roush car has been. Yeah, I mean, Ricky absolutely. was good on the plate tracks, but he wasn't really but that But he can't be good four times else. a year. Right. You have to be I good mean, 36 times a and year. And the six car was complete dumpster fire for a number mm-hmm. of years when Trevor was driving it, and it wasn't Trevor. We we right, now exactly. know that, right. you know, exactly. and and I think to a degree there are probably some team issues with the seventeen team at this point too. But um, you know, as as uh, Steve Newmark said, they felt that the time with Ricky had run its course, mm-hmm. oh, and um, you know, I'm not I am not completely convinced that Ricky going to a new team in a new situation in a good situation wouldn't make a difference, but. Ricky's got to rethink how he does what he does a little bit. Um, I think you're going to see the 17 team, if they give Chris Busher the right people, I think you're going to see Chris Busher run everybody as good as Ryan Newman. Oh, absolutely. You know, he won an Xfinity title. People forget that. And he did that when Roush wasn't by any means the best team. Right. You he's know, used to Roush equipment too, right. which, which makes a huge difference yep. because he's used to the people on the team. He's used to the organization as a whole, so going back there and being able to do that all over again is almost a career rejuvenation, absolutely, in a sense for him. Yeah, I um, think uh, I think this is going to be a great move. Now, the interesting part about this is it now opens up a seat in the thirty-seven car, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the thirty-seven car because there's some interesting possibilities. Uh, for drivers for that ride. We'll talk more about that as Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, continues right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. The Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Surfing Reed Wilson. Yes, gotta like, uh, gotta love Reed Wilson. Okay, uh, so as we continue to talk about the news of the week here, and dissecting the whole impact that the Stenhouse move and subsequent busher replacement move uh has made for roush fenway the opposite side of that is also true now ricky stenhouse is basically a free agent and we have another car that's available because obviously chris busher had to leave the 37 to go back to roush now here's to me what's so intriguing about this first of all i believe this car the 37 car is 
perhaps the best of the what you would call mid-tier cars. Mm. I think it's the the performance would warrant that title. Now we can talk about the 47 and Priest all we want. I think Ryan needed the first year just to kind of get his name in cup. Um, and I believe you'll see him run better as, you know, we close out the year and into 2020, they'll figure the 47 car out and get him who he needs. And, and I think he'll be fine. The 37 car, Chris Busher was, I mean, for JTG Doherty to be top 10, almost consistently, at least in performance, you know, obviously you can't always do anything with the result, but, right. um, this is intriguing. And I think you're going to have some drivers desiring this car. You know, this isn't one of those where, okay, it's open and, you know, you look around and you go, well, he hasn't got a ride. Let's just, I think you got a bunch of guys here and you start looking at who, who could be a candidate here. I look at Ross Chastain. Um, I look at, of course, you got to put Stenhouse's name in there, whether or not, you know, they want him or he would want that is a different deal, but Ricky needs a job somewhere. Right. So you got to consider him at least a candidate. Um, and you look at the, the potentials. John Hunter Nemechek is out there. You know, there's a lot of talk about what's going to happen with the Xfinity team um, at GMS. So, you know, John Hunter could possibly. Daniel Hemrick is out there. And, you know, a very intriguing candidate. You know, you've got um, a couple of other guys. I mean, th- you're probably not going to bring back A.J. Allmendinger, but he's there. But what about Parker Kligerman? Parker would be an awesome. You know, I mean, Parker is you've got you've got a number of drivers that could very easily fill this seat and do very, very well with it. Corey LaJoy would be another one, Um, you know, and Corey, he doesn't know what his his situation is for next year yet. But he did say to me on Monday night when he was on our other show. Uh, from HMS Motorsport League Lab, he did say to me, "He's got a, he's got some opportunity." Now, this is good. We don't know where or whatever, but so there's th- there are some really intriguing drivers. Um, do you reach back into the truck series and grab Brett Moffitt and bring yeah. him back to Cup? Yeah. He was the name I was thinking about. You know, too. so this is one of those scenarios where you look at that car and you say, "Well, holy cow!" You know, and whoever ends up in that car will probably open up another spot. Right. You know, unless it's somebody like Daniel Henry doesn't have a ride. Right. So um, we're not done with silly season yet. And we still don't know for sure if both Boyer and Suarez or either of them um, are, are with SHR for next year or not. Right. You know, so again, if one of those seats opens up, you say, well, Cole Custer, well, maybe, but you know, they're talking Custer maybe to the 32, which displaces LaJoy. If you see a driver in that whole group that I mentioned that you really want, maybe you put Custer over there and bring that driver mm-hmm. into the, you know. So this is what makes it so much fun. But Randy, this 37 car is a great opportunity for somebody. And it puts them into a Chevy family where at some point that 48 car is going to be open over at Hendrick. Yes. And, and yes. a lot of people thought Busher was one of the really top candidates for that not going to happen now right i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of junior motorsports guys you can look at too justin allgaier deserves an, another opportunity to run in the cup series i think, I, I think no not especially since I think he's uh, gonna go youth. junior sister's now on the board of directors at brant <laughs> he's not going anywhere <laughs> sadly um but i mean you, you there's noah gregson I mean, there's even guys in the late model series that junior drives for not that, not to say they're going to jump all the way to cup no, but that, you can move yeah, people around 
you know, and, and, and you know, make people fit. But that, like you said, that's going to be a sought after ride because yeah. that, that ride and that team has really come together over the last couple of years. And, and you know, it'll be interesting to see who they, they pick, sure. select. I mean, you've got the group of guys we talked about, which all have their own experience. But then you've also got, like, the youth movement of guys that want to come up and, and, you know, run from Xfinity and trucks and, you know, want to come up and run in the in the, the higher series. So it would be interesting to see where they go. But I feel like whoever they, they – to if it were me, I would pick somewhere like a, a veteran S driver to, to pair with Ryan or Ryan Priest because Priest isn't he's, – he's a veteran in terms of his career, but in terms of being in the Cup Series, he's only – you know, this is his, what, sec- first, first full year, right? First, uh, full year. Yeah, first full yeah, year. First come, full year. Yeah, first full year. So I, I feel like he needs somebody to pair with him to kind of, you know, bounce things off of a little bit. James? So. Yeah, um, also at the same time, this is something that came into my mind when we were talking about this. I know a couple of months ago Ganassi was talking about shutting the doors. If that's the case, a lot of people believe Kurt Busch is retiring. You can me- move uh, Kyle Larson over to that 37 car Put Larson in that, and Ganassi's no longer a team. Do you Where know? did you hear? I never. That's just heard been a rumor sh- that had been going around. I've, I've heard never for a heard while because they were always asking Kyle. You know, are you locked in with Ganassi? And I've heard people saying that there was a chance they could be going. No, I think I think the the only question there is was whether Kurt Busch is is retiring or not, and I don't think he is. So Chastain would have a choice at that point. Do I take the thirty seven? He'll be right back in the same position. Or, you know, this year. or or do I just? <laughs> You know, maybe if I go drive for college racing and hang out another year, you know, Kurt, I mean, eventually Kurt's going to retire. Right. Um, so, you know, he, he kind of got to look, well, but if I go to the 37, you know, maybe in a year or two, the 48 opens up. Do I want that or it would be the chip, be it with chip or, you know, so it's this is all about positioning. That's what makes this so intriguing. I think my number one would actually be probably would be Chastain if he would take the ride. Um, but if he doesn't want the ride, if he's kind of trying to play the long game and wait for the one car, then my number two would be Moffitt. Um, yeah. Because I really believe that Brett, you, it, it, with all of the, he's learned and the success he's had in the lower series, Brett's had enough cup experience. My number two would be Brett Moffitt. Um, and then I think if I had to go down the list to a three, I'd probably be looking at either Daniel Hemrick or Corey Joy because I think Corey's way better than he's showing with a 32. Um, and you know, and certainly would be a sponsor's dream. And so would Hemrick. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the other, let's throw this monkey wrench into it. Well, we've got about four minutes left in the segment. We keep hearing that there may be a change at Richard Petty and that Bubba may be out. I don't buy it, but let's, if, if it happens and Hemrick goes over there, how about Bubba in that 37 car? You know, that would be a dream, (laughs) you know? I mean, well, you know, from from the perspective of of somebody who's a fan of of Bubba Wallace and everything that I know that he can do if given the right equipment, yeah. it it hurts me to to see him out there on the racetrack and and it's almost as if like it's like a time bomb, like it's it's going to explode at some point and either the team's going to shut down or he's going to get fired or something's going to happen over there, and it's sad for him because I, I know he's so focused on racing, he just wants to win, like he just wants to go out and, and do good and win. So I, I almost want to see him be on a different team just so he doesn't have to deal with that anymore. Like, he can have a whole year of nothing but, you know, focusing in on, you know, make, making top tens and making a run at the playoffs. Well, I understand your – I understand all that, you know. and I agree with the sentiment, but the first uh, – the last five races, his average finish has improved from 25.5 to 15.5. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that yeah. team's getting their act together. And that's why I'm saying I don't believe that that team, for as much as they're soaring, starting to soar as the, the, the season 
is, you know, obviously getting shorter here. Uh, at the end of the season run, I don't believe that they part ways with Bubba and start with another driver. They started out at the all-star race. Yeah. When he led those laps yeah. in the all-star race and, yep. and, and won one of the stages. That I think that's where it started, the uphill yep. climb for him. First 25 race, or the first uh, 20, I can't remember what it is, how many races was 25.5, the last five. Been fifteen point five. I feel like he's a tough to win the huge Roval, improvement. In all, yeah, in all well, honesty. I don't. I mean, not maybe not win the Roval, racer, but, but if the same thing happens that happened last year, anybody can win. I mean, somebody leads you know, the army off the cliff again. Just, who knows? You know, just but put it's that out it's there. just interesting to think this season. Just the silly. Se- I feel like this one pulled the pin. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, silly season just escalated. It's like a giant game of Jenga. Yeah. And somebody it, just pulled the one that knocks the whole entire tower. And I believe that in down. the Cup Series, Stuart Haas Racing holds the key to the rest of Silly Season because what they do with both Clint and Daniel uh, Suarez and, you know, what happens with Custer, who we know is going to go somewhere, you know, whether it's Stuart Haas or some satellite team, um, we know that, you know, that's going to hold the key. Because if you put one of those guys out there in play, it changes everything again. Exactly. You know, so that's what's so doggone much fun about this time of the year in NASCAR. And um, I really like JTG Doherty, and I love that Mm -hmm. car. I think that 37 car is a very attractive option for any driver wanting to prove their skill set because they don't have to overdrive it. They can finish 10th to 15th every week in that car without overdriving the equipment. And there aren't too many cars in the series that are available for next year right now that you could say that about. That's true. (laughs) You know, what happens between now and the end of the show, who knows? But I feel like if Boyer (laughs) Boyer and Suarez, neither one of them come back, I feel like it would, to me, it would almost seem like Custer and... uh, um, Briscoe both would move. I don't and think they move Chase yet. I don't. I think you'd see him go after another younger racer. I I can't see. Um, I can't but, see them moving Chase. Then, up then yet. it's a question of would it be only a one year deal or would it be you know like well, if you're in there again, for a year you know you're you're going to be gone at the end of the season for Chase. Anyways, I keep saying so. that Ford is behind in the driver development oh, yeah, pipeline. Sure. They need to. You know they they need to start bringing in some more drivers to have ready when mm-hmm. these these opportunities. They did a development open up. program. Toyota and Chevrolet have done a great job. Ford not so much, and you know it. Stuart Haas is aging, and and Ryan Newman's going to eventually retire. <laughs> I mean, you know, at some point in another year or two. Um, so you're going to have openings here. So I think you've got some opportunities. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more discussion. Motorsports Madness continues. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. can hear a lot better when you have your ears on. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. I'm Tom Baker. Randy Miller is next to me. And James Mellick across from the both of us behind the big board here in the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. And this show, of course, brought to you by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. And we'll talk to you more about my computer career in a little while. But uh, we continue our conversation about NASCAR because... Again, talking about all of these rumors that are going around with driver swaps, team swaps, things that are going on. There was also an interesting report that came out from Adam Stern that... He's a very refutable source, by the yeah, way. Yeah. A lot of what he says journal. is upcoming true. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it talks about the fact that NASCAR is considering eliminating pit stops. From the lower tier series, a way to cut costs. So it would be Xfinity and Truck, apparently. Right. Not Cup. Um, Correct. And so, of course, like most everything else <laughs> that NASCAR proposes as a change, it ignited some discussion on social media. I'm going to give you the first shot at this, Good word Randy. for it. Um, are you buying or selling that as an idea to cut cost? I mean, I understand wanting to cut cost. And... I mean, maybe that's the only answer, but what a lot of people don't realize is that NASCAR doesn't just come up with these things off the fly. They really do talk to the team owners, talk to a lot of the sponsors, and go, what do you guys think we should do? Or what what are your opinions on such and such and such? So it's not just NASCAR waking up one day and going, that's a great idea. We're going to do that. Right. But on the flip side of it, I don't know if cutting pit stops completely 
would be an idea. Although I do feel like if that's going to be the case, then we should be running a lot more short tracks so that you don't have to make a pit stop. You can run 150 laps and call it a day. So I, I, I would like to see if we're going to, if we're going to cut pit stops, short tracks all the way. But if we're, if we're going to maybe do something where we do like maybe one pit stop or something, then not so much. James Mellick, you were a oh, yeah. pit stopper for yeah. a while before you uh, ended up on shop duty. Um, what say you? Um, well, let's see here. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to miss it. I like, the, I like the pit stop side of doing that stuff, but I definitely see where they're coming from with the pay. They're athletes. They're ex-athletes that these uh, teams go and get, so they want, to, they want a lot of money to come and do this. They want their talent money for it because they're ex-football players and all that. And at the same time, it's going to save NASCAR money as well because every person that has to go over that wall, NASCAR carries insurance on so NASCAR will save money on their expense, which will lower stuff for the teams. And then also the teams save money by not paying these athletes as much. So I see the money-saving aspect of it. Uh, I would definitely miss it, though, because I like the pit stop part of it. Now, um, fill me in here because, I I mean, I, th- I think about, you know, the pit crew. It's pit crew, and pit crew gets paid what pit crew gets paid. Are you saying that these ex-stick-and-ball athletes or whatever want more than what they get because – they are better than everybody else somehow because they used to be in the uh, big big time college football player for somebody or what? I mean, Um, I'm not saying they want more than what they get. I'm saying that um, they want to get paid a good, good, uh, good bit of money. Okay. uh, To, for this talent that they have. I mean, just like a football player, a football player that can catch and run, they want paid for that. Uh, If you can hit lug nuts faster than the guys in front of you and you know, he's making use a hundred thousand dollars just for an example. You want one fifty because you're better than he is. Are there crew people making a hundred grand? I want to wear that. Uh, there's there's a few of them I'm sure of. Really? Yeah, they're making good money out there. That are crew chief yeah. or pick like crew guys. Pick crew guy over yeah. the over the wall. Over the guys. wall guys because they're oh. ex, they're just athletes, so they consider wow. themselves as athletes, and they go and they're making almost they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Did you okay. know that, Randy? No, I, I did not know that. But my my first thing that thought but. is is that okay? So if you've got these guys who are former players, former stick and ball guys, and they want this amount of money, then go find somebody who doesn't want that kind of money or doesn't necessarily. I mean, there's going to be people out there that are just as strong and just as fast as the ex-football player who doesn't demand $100,000 a Gosh, race. I know two or three. Do. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, in, in that respect, I don't uh, – that then you can find people that are that you know, pay less wow. money to do that. Now, what they could do – I'm just saying this is a rule that they could implement. They could go to the rules saying that if you are a crew guy that works on the car, you are the guy that has to go over the wall. They can make that, and that would eliminate you having to have a pit crew for the those same series. Work on the but car, you can still do pit stops. Pit the car. So yeah, that's yeah. interesting. You know, that I makes mean, makes you have a dynamic guy that can do it both sides. You can go over the wall and work on it, and that saves cost. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny when Rick Hendrick was uh, what was he gas man? I think at one point for one mm-hmm. of his cars uh, in a race. Um, think I mean, about all these underfunded teams though that only have like three people on their team, and th- that those guys well, no, work on the car, pit the car, yeah. drive the car drive the hauler, yeah. you know, and, and do all that. And they probably don't even make $10 an hour, probably. I mean, it's an interesting... Within reason, I didn't realize they were getting paid that much now. It's yeah. a, it's an interesting... So I, I mean... I'm in the wrong line I of work. I think people who... Yeah, really. Yeah, not, <laughs> all, not all of them are making that. Just the, just the top-tier echelon of them. The best of the best are the ones making that kind Jimmy's of Jimmy's pit crew... So. And no, I'm just I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting to me. I, for, for me, this is... I have mixed emotions about this because 
mean, it, it would probably surprise some of our regular listeners if I actually defended the idea of keeping pit stops because no. I seem to be complaining all the no, time about it. But it's stop more it. about NASCAR's part of that rather than the pit crew's part of it. I I feel like if you're going to shorten the pits, if you're going to get rid of pit stops, I 100% agree with Randy. I don't want to see a race at Kansas for the trucks or the Xfinity cars without a pit stop. That's true. I just don't. I need to go to the bathroom at some point. They just won't. But everybody gets spread out. <laughs> Nobody's racing with each other. It's just the pit stops group everybody up and the restarts are insane. Yep. And that's what saves a lot of those races excitement-wise. I'm sorry. It's Th- the truth. This is not the first it's time that NASCAR's changed rules, though. Like, as far as pit stops and stuff. Well, go- no, and you better remember when they took breaks in the middle of the truck race. Well, like they did halftime breaks right. in the middle of the truck race. Well, see that, and, and that's kind of a southern thing mm-hmm. too. I mean, uh, you don't you go up north, you don't see any halftime breaks. No, you know, even in we don't split races. If it's a two hundred lap short track race, it's two hundred laps. You make a hot pit stop, and you better make it fast, or you're not you're not going to get through the field. Or you're going to get lap uh, lap down. Um, down here, we do a two hundred lap race as two one hundred lap races, which makes it two one hundred lap sprint races, and completely ruins it. Mm-hmm. Because then you, there's no endurance factor to it. There's no, you could just run 100 laps, balls out, and then turn around. After 10 minutes, you have a drink of Gatorade and you're all pepped up again. New tires, go back out and run another 100 laps and nothing changes. So you brought that up. What do you think about controlled pit stops like they do at the snowball? The snowball they run as many laps as they can. They can pit when they want and it's a controlled stop. It's, I don't really know how to explain how that works. It's kind of controlled. Are you saying that they, they don't lose any time when they come into the pits? They don't use a lap. They lose their yeah, position, but not saying. a lap. Yeah. So are, you some, are you fine with that or no? No. Because, again, if you're going to have pit stops, part of the pit stop is being good enough at pit stops to not lose a lap. So not a fan of the way they do Eldora no. with the time? Like, come no. in, you got... They I mean, it's a little it different minutes, with, the, minutes. you know, with the open wheel guys or whatever, or the, even the truck race at Eldora, that's sort of a weird deal. But, um, but no, I'm not a fan of late model races being done like that. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of, if you're going to have pit stops, that's part of the strategy. When do I pit? And I want to have the right people to make sure that I, you know, so you actually have to try. And, and honestly, um, even in divisions like the super modifieds, they can go 200 laps without a stop. And so, you know, it's called save your stuff. See, you know, that's where I was gonna gonna <laughs> chime in here because like we're stuff. talking about, you know, let's say the Xfinity Series runs a track like Michigan, right? Um, and they run like a hundred laps, or whatever. Obviously, they can't make it on fuel in that hundred laps. But let's let's take a track where they actually could make it a hundred laps or hundred and fifty right. laps without making a stop for for tires. Let's say the fuel will last. What if the tires don't? What if you're Pushing the limits to see how far you can go when you blow a tire and hit the wall and you get right. hurt or you know, something happens to you because you chose not to pit because NASCAR didn't allow it. Right. I mean, you have to think about safety in, in, in terms of this, too. These guys can't keep pushing these cars to the limit, and they will if you take away their pit stops because they're going to see how far they can go before something, you know, well, the tire comes apart. But whatever, you, know what? you know what? I mean? If you push it too hard too fast... You lose because, well, right. you know, I save my tires and the last But I also laps, don't want to race the end with two off. cars or three cars because everybody blew a tire and wrecked. Well, you know I mean? but again, that's... that's Not that that's going to happen. Matching the tires to the race event and trying to, you know, that's a whole other thing. Things but do I, happen still. I just think, I think this is interesting. I understand wanting to cut costs, but... Why don't you just cut the race instead? Here's the other. Well, the laps here's see that there again. <laughs> Sorry, I, I keep saying <laughs> and, and nobody listens to me. Two hundred laps 
This is cup. 200 laps, period. I don't care where you're racing. I feel like trucks should, truck should, truck should be somewhere between like 60 and 80, maybe 100. No, 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 no. No, no we got to go at least 100. Okay, it's so do 100 series. for the trucks. You know, 150 200 maybe? for the Bush Series, 150 for the yeah. Bush Series, whatever. And, and then, but, I but again, I, I just, why instead of cutting costs, how about we do a better job of marketing the series and increase the doggone purse? Can we do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we didn't pay such crappy purses for these series, we wouldn't have to worry about cutting costs. That's true. I mean, you know, and, and so and it's, there's no way you can take the cup teams out of Xfinity. You know, you can't, as much as I'd like to, it'll never go back to the way it used to be. I do believe in breaking up the mega teams. I think we've gone way overboard with all of that, and that's mm-hmm. why they're all beating up on the small teams because they have advantages to numbers and more engineers and all of that. Um, but... I mean, short of going to that length, I I don't know. I just, like I said, I have mixed feelings about this. I, I want to cut costs, but I'd really kind of like to keep the pit stops. Um, I think the truck series, they usually only have about two per race anyway. Right. Exactly. You know, and you can't refuel and change tires on the same stop. So it, it kind of takes... Well, and no. I think a lot of that, too, is, like, look at the Cubs series. Every time there's a caution flag, they come in for pits. They come yeah. into the pit, even if they've only ran, like, five laps, which I understand, you know, yeah. track position, tire wear. But if you if you cut, if you say, okay, you can only pit after the segments, you yeah. know, at the end of yeah. every segment. Okay, then now you've, you've only made it to where it's a two-stop race right. because there's only two segments before the last one or four if it's the Coca-Cola 600. The only stop. way I would agree to no pit stops <clears throat> is if, like you said, Randy, we go back to short tracks yeah. because that would – then you've got that pretense of burning your stuff up too soon. Right. And you, you make the drivers have to drive. And you also make the series cheaper just by definition, and you can get more guys from the short tracks to actually be able to get into trucks and go compete. How about we don't go to the West you Coast know. twice a year? Or how about we don't you know, go well, to one track, then come back to the East can, Coast and go back to the West Coast? And You can go to the West Coast. Um, right, but I mean, but it's, it's, I, sometimes it's, you know... I know what you're saying. Cost-efficient. You know, you could also split the trucks, at least, into regions, sort of like you know they've done with Hooters in the past, and they do with Canon, have an East and a West. And I think there could be some great advantages to that. Um, I think they went way too far making the truck series into a cup light light mm-hmm. anyway. Um, yeah. You know, you just, it was supposed to be a short track series. So put it back there, give it a nice online, you know, live stream um, and let's go racing. And, you know, I think, I think you'd have something there. Xfinity, I want to keep the pit stops. We got to train the cup pit crew somewhere. And, you know, you can't train them. You can, you can do it in, in somebody's parking lot or at, at a team shop on the side um, only to some point. And you got to do it in competition. And I think the Xfinity Series is where you need to do that. So that's the, that would be the other reason for me, my trepidation with this. But right. it's a, it, was, it was kind of out of left field. I thought that was really, when I read that, I was kind of like, really? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just, just a sort of a strange deal for me that they would even be considering that. Um, because it's so much a part. The other thing is, where are these guys going to work? I mean, you know, right. you've got so many, and that's that's um, that's an aspiration for a lot of people. So, you know, that's but at the same time, the cost is what's making teams go away. So, if we cut the cost, some right. teams might come back, and then yeah. there'd be jobs. So yeah, well, that's, it's like a you know, yep, one of the other. I agree. Thing. All right, we're going to uh, step aside here. When we come back, we've obviously got. Uh, much more to talk about with regard to NASCAR. We've got some other things to talk about as well. And Buddy Kofoid 
going to be joining us at the top of the hour to talk open wheel, and you're going to really enjoy him. Uh, so we look forward to that. Much more of Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu right after we come back from this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels Levels, new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness, Tom Baker and Randy Miller this week, along with our producer du jour, James Mellick. And hey, those of you that are watching us on TV in Charlotte, uh, just look right here for, for a minute or two. Want to talk to you. If you're listening to us on PMN or on demand, turn your radio just, up. Yeah, turn your radio up and just huddle up here because I'm going to give you some great advice. My computer career, 
Okay, it's training for a better life. If you're looking for a new career, if you're tired of your job, you're sick of your work, you're sick of your boss, you want to fire him, it's an easy way to do that. MyComputerCareer.edu. IT is what My Computer Career does best, and there are over 2 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs right now in this country. They're waiting for you, and this is a field that's only going to continue to grow as we go into the 2020s. Uh, and so what better a way to resuscitate your career than to go and do something that's in demand. It's easy to get financial aid. If you're eligible, my computer career will help you do that, including the GI bill in as little as four months, not even doing it full time, not even full time, just a few days a week, either online or at one of their seven campuses across the country. You could be on your way to a career in IT. And, oh, by the way, when you're ready to go out into the workforce, My Computer Career works with hundreds of employers to help you to get started and get going and get into your new career as quickly as possible. It is the real deal. They've got a campus in Raleigh and a campus in Charlotte, not far from where we are in Statesville. I've been to the Raleigh campus. I've talked with students and I've talked with the folks that are in charge there. It's a great program. The students are really excited and very happy. They do a great job of taking care of you before, during, and after the training. So My Computer Career, check them out, mycomputercareer.edu. And you can take a free career evaluation just to see if IT might be right for you. Somebody asked me, well, I'm not very good at math or science. It's okay. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career, and it is training for a better life. Take it from me. I never say anything I don't mean, and they have it going on. Back with more of Motorsports Madness right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. 
That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Nothing like some classic rock to kick us up a notch here on Motorsports Madness. Does TV hear what we hear? Yes. Okay, because I was thinking if somebody turned on right now and just saw us dancing with no music, they'd be like, what are, the, what are these two <laughs> idiots doing? Well, yes, there is sound. Okay, with just making sure that, yes. that everything is in sync, because otherwise yes. I look like an idiot yes. more so than I normally do. And if you're saying sitting out there listening <laughs> to the show saying, TV, TV, we are on WSIC TV 25.2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. So if you're in the Charlotte area and you really want to see what we look like, I can't imagine why you would. But uh, if you really are that desperate, turn us on 25.2 in Charlotte. Charlotte, all you need is an antenna. You don't even need cable or anything else. Just a cheap antenna will get to I'm assuming if you, I I would assume, if you have an antenna and not cable, you probably have a VCR, which means you could probably record our show and then send it to your friends. If you wanted to do that, yes. Well, but I mean, if if somebody has, if somebody, Tom, not me, has friends somewhere, then that would like to see the show that doesn't live in the Charlotte area. We don't have any friends, so we wouldn't know know about that. You can VCR record it and, you know, send it over. Okay, so I want to start this because we're expecting to hear from Buddy Koford fairly soon here, but uh, I, I want to start this. we got about a minute and a half before break. I want to start the Roval discussion. James, you had an interesting question. I want you to set that up for us. Two, actually. Yeah, uh, well, my question I asked you guys was, the Roval is considered an oval or a road course to you guys? And if you consider that a road course or an oval, what do you consider the 24? Because they use the turns at Daytona as well in the 24-hour race for the Daytona race. So, uh, I mean... You consider that one a road course. What do you consider Charlotte? Uh, 30 seconds, Randy, go. I consider the Charlotte race a roval because that's what they call it. It's a part road course, part oval. So I don't consider it to be either one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's practicing for his career in Congress. I, that's He's exactly what I'm doing. He's sit on the I'm, fence. I'm not going to go either it, way. It's, it's a roval is a different form of a road course. It is a Charlotte is a roval. And in that sense, I would agree with you. The 24 hours of Daytona is a roval because it uses a part of that big track. If you were to look at it in NASCAR's definition, it's a roval. Now, all of my road course friends are going to be throwing things at their radio station at the radio, but that's okay. Um, it is technically a roval. Uh, which is really kind of interesting. Hadn't thought about that. More show in a moment. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, brought to you by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. I don't teach your grammar, obviously. My name is Tom Baker, and, well, you know, when I try well, to... It's a southern see, thing. It's right, like you have to talk like fun. you're from the south, yeah. because obviously that's... Once in a while, you have to have a little fun. Just let me have fun. Okay. Randy Miller sitting next to me. No worries. And James Mellick across from us. Here. And he's messing with the phone right now. And the reason he is is because on the Strutmasters.com, the suspension expert hotline is none other than 
Buddy Kofoid. We want to welcome Buddy to Motorsports Madness for the first time. Uh, we are really excited to have him on. His given name, proper name is Michael, but uh, everybody just calls him Buddy, which is a great way to go through life. As everybody's Buddy. Welcome, Buddy. We appreciate uh, you being on the show. And, man, you've had quite a week for yourself. Yeah, no, I, uh, first off, I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. It, it definitely means a lot. And, um, you know, I have fun uh, doing these shows and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I think it'd be fun uh, talking with you guys a little bit. And, yeah, you're right. It's been uh, quite the week with, with uh, running a midget for Keith Coons last Friday and then going back to Ohio and running uh, Saturday in the sprint car and, and then, you know, back to Indiana again and then up to Illinois and, and uh, running up the outlaws in his wing car. And, had an okay night going, but uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and um, you know, I look forward to what we have coming up. Well, uh, let's let's take things one at a time here. First of all, for those in our audience who aren't really familiar with you or your career, can you give us in about a minute or so just kind of a quick uh, synopsis of how you got started and um, where you've been up to now? Yeah, so I uh, when I was about. To, um, actually, it was my second Christmas. Uh, my dad bought me a, a dirt bike, and wow, um, our family, yeah, had <laughs> two. Yeah, our family, um, <laughs> yeah, two, and, and uh, had a tabletop in the backyard and everything. Yeah, I, I grew up riding dirt bikes for a few years, and then transitioned to outlaw carts. Um, one of our friends, his his son, was a little older than me at the time, raced and got into it through them, and um, you know, I raced outlaw carts for about six or seven years, and. And, um, you know, got into practicing sprint cars at 9. Um, and then I practiced some more when I was 10 in a wing 360 at Marysville. And, um, and then that's when uh, Dan Simpson kind of uh, discovered me, I guess, him and his crew, and, and had me uh, race for him at 11 in Nevada um, for his series called King of the West Light. And, um, and then the next year at 12, I couldn't really do anything sprint car-wise, so I, I went back to go-karts for one last year. Um, yeah, and then I had my turn 13 with the help of, um, uh, I can think of his now, um, Frank Crockett and, and, uh, Heather Boyce. They, they helped me, uh, come race in Oregon and Washington at, at a young age in our own sprint car. Um, you know, my dad and I, we drive nine plus hours and, and, um, you know, do whatever it takes, whether it's sleep in the truck or, or, you know, whatever it is, we just love racing and wanted to help me. Um, make a career out of it, and that was kind of what it took. And and then when I turned uh, 14, um, I was able to finally race in California for Dan Simpson again. And, um, so I raced for him when I was 14, 15, um, and then 16 a little bit, and then 17 years old I raced. Um, but now I've been racing out in Ohio um, for Ed Neumeister and the Winters, um, you know, with the help of, of uh, Carson Macedo helped me with this opportunity, and um, so I mean I've, I've uh, been able to travel quite a bit, which which I, I really enjoy. And you know I've even been to Australia and raced sprint cars, and went to New Zealand and had really good success over there. Won six out of seven races, and you know we've wow. won five races this year in America. Um, you know got my first midget win this this uh, past weekend, and. Um, for Keith Coons, and, and um, you know, I've had a, a couple goals that I wanted to, to get while I was out here, um, since I'm from California, 
have a long ways from home, but I wanted to get a, my first All-Star win and, and win a championship, and uh, I got to, to tick off those two boxes. So um, it's been a, a really fun year, and, and you know, I'm very fortunate. And, um, just, just enjoying racing sprint cars and, and kind of just enjoying racing whatever. That's amazing. Okay. I'm still stuck on the two years old thing. I know. I, was, I could barely walk when I was two years old. And I can't imagine bikes. riding a dirt bike. I don't, I don't understand. That's that. incredible. Um, Can I ask the the ten million dollar question? Sure. Where does Buddy come from? Just out of curiosity. Uh, so, um, not a lot of people ask that, but um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off. Kind of a, a funny. No, it's, it's, it's you think people would, would wonder, but it's it's kind of a, a funny story. My my dad. Um, when I was younger, because my name is Michael, like my dad's name. And, um, so I was about two or three, and he always used to refer to me as his, his little buddy. And then it turned into him calling me buddy. And then it transpired into the racing community and, and stuff like that. Um, as far as I, I can remember, I've never heard my dad call me Michael or my sister call me Michael. So it just became really popular, and, and it's kind of a, a unique nickname, I guess, which... which um, I guess it's kind of good to have helps you stand out a little bit. Sure. Uh, yeah, just always gone by Buddy and, and uh, like it. Well, so, it, it immediately makes a great first impression, Randy. Well, my my first thought is he <laughs> maybe he forgot his name, so he just calls him Buddy because he doesn't remember what he named him when he was little. But <laughs> well, I mean, Buddy Baker's. I name mean, my was, dad called me a lot of things, but Buddy was not one of them. Buddy Baker's but was name was L. Z. Wiley, so you know how he got to be Buddy. Right. But, exactly. You know. I just did. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, most um, people would call you Mike, but you know, Buddy works too. That's it's a great name. So um, mm-hmm. you're mostly, I think, known for sprint cars. Um, how does one get to the point where he goes out in a Keith Coons car? Now I understand they're the best in the business, but man, you smoked uh, them. How did how do you how do you do that first time in the car? Uh they're well. First off, they're a very very experienced and very great team, um, and the, one of the best, if not the best, midget team to race for, and um, you know we just came in contact, and and it for me, I've I've always I've always thought after that first midget win, and especially first time in the car for them, um, learning from those kind of guys that know what they're doing, kind of makes the learning curve for me a little faster and a little easier, um, and also winning gives you good confidence. But sure, um, yeah, they just they just always have the car. Um, you know, on point, they got really great equipment with, with great backers and, and just good, uh, just good connections. And, and like I said, they've been doing it for a very long time. So for me to kind of come in with a, a winged background, um, cause that was only my fifth or sixth career midget race. And that was my first race in about a year or so. Um, so to come in and do that and just kind of feel comfortable right off the bat. Um, just shows how um, experienced and how well they can work with the midgets. And um, for sure, at the end of the day, you can you can take some stuff from the wing car actually and bring it over to the midget um, in some aspects. Um, and some stuff you just kind of got to figure it out as you go. But um, yeah, I'll never forget that. That was definitely a lot of fun, and, and I'm I'm glad to get my first midget win too for them. Oh, I'm sure. That's amazing. Um, I mean, you've run mostly, what, 410s or 360s? Or both? Uh, mostly 410s. Okay. They're all 410 races this year. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so this year's been 410s for you. But you mentioned to me when we talked that uh, 
you would be interested in doing some 360 stuff if the right situation came about. Yes? Um, well, it'd be, I'd be fine with kind of doing 410s or 360s because in California, um, I predominantly did 360 racing. Yeah, that's what because, I thought. Okay. Yeah, because that 360 racing is, is very big in California. Yeah. Um, it's kind of nice to, to do a lot of 410 races this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, looking for something for next year and um, kind of keeping the options open, but I'd love to be on the road and travel and, and that's just a lot of fun and just seeing new places and racing with the best. I think the All-Stars would be one of the things that we talked about is maybe a goal for you, right, to run the full year and run for the championship? Yeah, the All-Stars definitely uh, um, would be a goal of mine or, or something I would like to do if, if that was a an option or even just um, kind of just run a true outlaw schedule and just run wherever, whenever, you know, run all the big races and, and just travel, 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 which is like I said, it's something that I really, really enjoy doing and, and love to do it even more. Well, that's uh, definitely something that uh, we'd like to see more of you for next year. Back with more of the show and our guest after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes, on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. 
You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back to Motor Sports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. We Tom t- Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick gathered around the table. We talk motorsports and we dance. And we dance, that's right. But uh, nobody sees us dance because we're done dancing when the lights or the uh, cameras pop back in. Uh, Buddy Kofoid is our special guest on the program here. And we continue with Buddy in this segment. And um, curious, uh, Buddy, you had a chance to run against the World of Outlaws go racing last night. I'm sure that was a big thrill for you. Talk a little bit about how that went. Yeah, no, it was a lot of a lot of fun racing with with Keith again, and but uh, this time in the wing car. So um, it was their first race in about a year, and um, yeah, I got to run with the uh, the outlaws at Jacksonville, which is actually where we picked up um, the midget win uh, last yeah. Friday. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we qualified uh, pretty good and went good through a heat race and was was um, six in the dash and, and started up front in the feature and ran about. Uh, top five most of the race was in and out of in and out of top of the top five six in that area and, um with about i think it was uh, 15 ish laps to go we had in a 40 lap race um was running six and just got um hit from behind and just just uh, spun around unfortunately and, um you know got got some damage um mm-hmm. and just couldn't finish but um, which is kind of unfortunate, but we had a definitely a good run going. I think we were capable of, of uh, finishing the top five. We had a, a good car. Um, so, yeah, well, we're going to race at uh, Eldora uh, tomorrow um, with the Outlaws again and, and uh, see if we can actually have, have a better finish and, and try and run up front again. That's awesome. So you're going to get another shot at it. Yeah, yeah, definitely get another shot. And, um you know, Keith's got great equipment, great engines and, and cars, and and obviously very great um, um, knowledgeable experience with, with crew guys and stuff like that. Um, so it kind of makes my my job a little easier. And, sure. Um, yeah, just just look forward to looking forward to tomorrow. And, and um, you know, I've been there about four or five other times. So um, glad to be bit be there again. And you know, obviously with with the, the best drivers in the world and the best series and. Um, just Eldora is just uh, a special place when you roll in there, and um, just a unique atmosphere. And um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. And just, just it's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, it's uh, definitely a great opportunity. You, if if you kind of look at this all as auditioning for next year, uh, I'd say mm-hmm. that uh, you've done about as well as you could ask for over the last week or so, and uh, you get another chance to go see if you can better the result and have better luck. Uh, than you had last night in the uh, in the wing car. Yeah, that's planned. Uh, racing does does take luck. Um, you know, in any any uh, aspect of racing um, or any form, takes luck. And um, it seemed like it was going to be on our side the most of the night, um, and just had just got hit from behind, 
and, and turned around. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's, uh, you know, it happens. Um, we're trying to rebound and, and go to Eldora and, and have an even better finish and hopefully be up front. What is your ultimate goal for yourself in the sport? Do you want to be an Outlaws driver? Do you want to be a NASCAR driver? I mean, what are you ultimately, where would Buddy Kofoig like to be in five years' time? Uh, my, I would say my end goal um, for the longest time. I've always grown up a, a Dale Jr. fan. Um, I've always wanted to make the NASCAR and make it the Cup. Wow. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd love to do that. Um, but over the past, few years I've, I've become very fond of, of formula one um especially the history and um, i've even got a, a helmet um painted after eric and son is kind of my racing hero oh wow um like a tribute helmet to him and um you know noah from shell shock put in some some really cool touches and you know, he does a great job and um so yeah i've, I've uh if the role possible it'd be really cool to do formula one but the path that I want to take and that I'm trying to take would, uh, would lead in NASCAR. Um, but also I, I, I would, uh, love to come back to, to race on dirt. Um, kind of like some of the guys like Kyle Larson and, and Casey Kane do. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to do that. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's definitely my end goal. Um, I know it's tough, but, um, we'll just, uh, keep on working at it. Yeah. It's just, uh, developing a strategy and then, uh, trying to, mm-hmm. To work the work the strategy in your favor, okay. I know you can't do any of this by yourself, buddy. So who uh, who helps you make all of this happen? Yeah, so I'd say um, different from the, the start of my career to now would be uh, first and foremost my my, my family um, and, and still to this day, obviously they were even letting me come out here and, and living out here in the Midwest. Um, but yeah, my family they put a lot of effort and countless countless hours into my making my dreams come true and, um, you know, and it will work out in the end. And, and it's had a lot of great partners, um, and a lot of great help, like in Outlaw Cards with, with Clarence and did built us great engines and, and Jimmy Elledge from QRC who helped us out with our cars and, you know, even the promoters that would let me in and early and, uh, at a young age in sprint cars like, um, you know, Heather Boyce and, Brian Crockett when I was only 13, and and of course Dan Simpson and, and Gary Silva for giving me a great opportunity to run in California uh, full time for about two and a half to three years, and and um, you know also Doug Roots who I raced for a lot um, in 2018, and even in New Zealand, um, you know if it weren't for him, um, yeah, I wouldn't have had that opportunity, and um, had a lot of good success with him, and. Um, you know, Carson Macedo helped me make it out here to the Midwest. Sure. It was a dream of mine and to the to the lenders of obviously Mike and Stephanie Linder and Steven and, and all of them. Um, you know, I can't thank them enough for, for this year and um of course Ed Newmeister and Ray Brooks for providing me with a, a very great opportunity and you know, taking a chance on a young kid from across the country, um, is is very special. Um, yeah, I just, just very blessed and just uh, having a lot of fun, and um, you know, also now Keith Kins and and Pete Willoughby and and Al and everyone that's associated with them, um, you know, for the midget races and for sure, um, you know, the sprint races we've been doing is, is very cool and um, there's just just 
so many people that that have helped me get to this point, and hopefully we can just uh, keep on going. Well, we definitely have enjoyed talking with you, buddy, and uh, wish you all the best in your next Outlaws start, which will be tomorrow night as the show airs live. Uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get you back on soon after you win one of those shows or something else and uh, talk to you some more. We appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. such a, a great radio show. And um, like I said, it's, I, I enjoy doing these um, radios or podcasts or whatever they may be. And just talking a little bit, um, it's nice to kind of just sit back and, and chat. And I appreciate you guys having me on. And hopefully we can come back on again with, with um, some good positive results. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah, I just thank you guys. And it's been a lot of fun. Okay, we've enjoyed it as well. Before we cut you loose, where can people follow you if they choose to? Social media, very quickly. Uh, so, yeah, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, um, all Michael Kofoid. Um, I also have a, a racing page, um, Buddy Kofoid Racing. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can catch me. Look forward to it, and uh, everybody go follow Buddy and keep track, because this is a young man who is quickly going to rise up the racing ladder, I do believe. Uh, that's Buddy Kofoid. We appreciate him being on the show. And uh, Randy will transition here, because uh, we've got to talk about this uh, roval or road course or whatever it is that we're doing here at Charlotte. The debate <laughs> oh, continues. The debate continues um, at, over the weekend. And look, this is... I, I can't wait till tomorrow to get to the track. Um, it's it's just one of those races that, I mean, I was one of the staunchest uh, detractors of, yes. of this idea. It's on, it's on uh, tape. If anybody I, wants to go back and listen to old footage of uh, Motorsports Madness from last year, uh, yes, this, this man is very like, even why are you going to the road? It? It's, it's going to be a disaster, I it's said. It's going to be a horrible race. And I, I was never so happy to eat crow. It was great. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it this year. They've, they've made a little bit of a change in the chicane. Um, and, you know, the backstretch, I think. Did you see the sign that they put up on the back No, of the I didn't. Chicane? It is, it's, a, it's a picture of a, of a poop emoji. I'm not going to say what it is. But it says, um, oh, poop with a question mark right before the chicane. Oh. <laughs> right on the wall where the drivers enter the chicane. It's, it's funny. That's it's funny. Hilarious. Well, you know, again, I think this is a very different, obviously, kind of a race. And, yeah, everybody's had a year, so they kind of know the drill, but I still feel like it's almost a neutral ground. Um, and, you know, with it being a cutoff race for the Cup Series, it just makes it that much more intriguing. And, um, you know, I think you got some guys, and we'll talk about this um, in our next segment a little bit. I think you got some guys that really could step up in, in this particular race because it's a little bit of a different kind Something of race. Something need to step up? Well, you, you do see this. A couple this of guys is, that need to find turn one. This is what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad, don't lead the Army off the cliff this year on the restart. Um, I think this is really um, because there are guys that are basically auditioning for next year. Right. You know, we know Ricky Stenhouse, for example, is now auditioning for he, next now year. Now he has nothing to lose. He really <laughs> can wreck and not have to worry about it for next um, year. You know, so, th so this is what makes a race like this so intriguing because nobody really knows how to do it good. Um, yeah, they do it well because um, we've only done it once and even a Jimmy Johnson. But then you look at Jimmy and say, well, there's a guy. That's what we're talking about. Yep. This is a race where the 48 could suddenly step up and go win, yep. you know, out of nowhere. He was 500 and, feet last year. Yeah. 
I mean, so, you know, and yet you look at Martin Truex, who suddenly has been the hottest thing in the series. So we'll who talk also more. also 500 feet. Yeah, talk more about that as we come back here. Uh, more Roval talk around the turn. Motorsports Uh-oh. Madness going to be back here in just a moment. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Oh, man. Love me some blues. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. My name is Tom Baker, joined by Randy Miller and James Mellick. We are in our... Uh, closing stages of this show, but we've got a good long segment here and we're going to start it with an announcement before we get back to the Roval conversation because Randy Miller, who is originally from Texas, Texas, and you, Texas. Forget, you didn't say that right. Breaking news. 
Oh well, I don't. Jake, that's, that's almost, Jacob. That's Sorry. almost good. Like that's almost breaking, a, a breaking news. Okay, um, <laughs> Jacob's throwing things at his car radio now. Um, Randy Miller, who is from Texas originally, yes. um, brought his really big shoe uh, to uh, Charlotte with him mm-hmm. in Mooresville when he moved, and uh, it's called the Inside Pass. And oh. we we were airing it uh, amongst our race chaser lineup of shows. It had to go away for a little bit. Well, we're bringing it back, doggone it. And it's coming back at a really interesting time. It's going to be on Tuesday mornings at 10 o'clock in the morning. uh, Sorry, 11 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. It is 10 if you're in Texas. Yeah, if you're in Texas. Um, 11 Eastern, 10 Central. uh, Pacific and Mountain, you can figure it out for yourselves. I always get confused. Carry Um, the one. Carry the one, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Inside Pass with Randy Miller and me uh, from 11 to noon. Um, no, James, oh, James, be, be no, here. James oh, okay, will be here. Um, beyond from 11 to noon Eastern time, it's going to be on both WSIC radio stations, um, which is 105.9 and 100.7 on the FM side in the Lake Norman, Charlotte, greater Statesville, Mooresville region of North Carolina, as well as AM 1400. And also on Mooresville Continuum cable channel four. That's four for those of you who. Did you see us in HD, it, which yeah. is even more scary um, than it was yes, before? Yes, and then we're also on, of course, twenty five point two in Charlotte, and we're really excited yeah. about that one hour show. Very topic driven. We'll have guests. You can call in and argue with us, which is always fun. Um, and you're going to be able to start doing that for these nighttime shows as well. Uh, we're going to start taking calls. Uh, we're a family oriented oriented group, so again. You're going to want to keep it clean or we're going to send a sheriff to your house. Um, but um, no, we're, we're just uh, not going to, we're going to hang up on you and you won't be able to call us anymore. So excited about the inside pass for sure. That is going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Um, happy that uh, we could bring Randy's show back. It's a great show. And uh, Anthony Alfredo actually going to be our first guest on the 6th of October, I believe, which is our debut show. He is a truck series rookie mm-hmm. this year. Okay. Back to Roval conversation, because this is really, really, I'm really so excited for this race. Who is the driver of the playoff group that you most think could be vulnerable at this race? Oh, my Lord, the vulnerable part. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I obviously think that there's obviously a kink in Truex's armor somewhere along the way. Um. Jimmy Johnson found it last year. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the Gibbs group is obviously going to be hard to beat. Uh, this is a whole other different type of course like we talked about. It's a roval, not a road course or an oval. So, it's going to be hard to see. And, and this is one of the races where they only go once a year. So, it's not like they've done this, you know, the, the same thing except for last year. And we all know what happened last year. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of guys that need to win. Um, Eric Jones being one of them because he won't make it out of the playoff. Yeah. He won't make it to the next round without a win. Yeah, I was going to say um, you can't say Eric Jones because we all know his scenario. Right, is exactly. W- William Byron's down there on the cut line yeah. as well. Um, Blaney won last year, but he's close to the cut line. So there's a lot of guys with a lot of a lot to to potentially lose if they don't win this race, which makes it even more intriguing. Because what will they do in order to win? See, I think it's I think it's Byron. Honestly, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean, no offense to William, it's not even that he's a really bad road course racer or anything. I just think that this is this is one of those situations where, you know, he's he's not very far above the cutoff. He's kind of 
okay, but kind of not. And if you don't go out and grab stage points and really propel yourself forward, you're not going to get there. And I really wonder about William Byron at this event. I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like William Byron is the one, if I had to pick one, that's probably the most vulnerable outside of obviously Jones, who, as you said, it's winner, you're out. And that's sad because Eric had just signed a new contract and was really on a high and then, you know, rear end out of skew and bye bye. Yeah, that's, so, that's just what happens. You know, your rear end gets out of skew. Yeah. Um, but the the thing to, to note is, is that this is not an oval race, which is what happens in previous years. This is a race in which if you hit your mark wrong going into one of the you know corners, you could that could be the end of your season. Yeah. I mean, it's no, it's the, the margin yeah. for error is very very small this weekend. Or somebody could lead you off the cliff, um, like like Brad Keselowski. Or your rear end could go askew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> there goes everything. <laughs> yeah. My rear end goes askew about once a week. Yeah, so, um, so. It's um it's definitely an interesting race, and I I think really the the guy that I would if if we're gonna do a biggest surprise. Um, I think a guy that you look at is actually a guy like Eric Almarola for yeah. that because Eric's a really good road course racer. But I'll tell you the guy I'm watching, and, and I actually, um, if you're going to ask me who's going to win, I'm picking him, Kurt Busch. I mean, Kurt to me is, Kurt's a really good road course racer. He's really motivated right now. He's going to make it to round two unless he just totally bombs. But, I mean, he wa- Kurt wants to win a championship. And I look at Kurt Busch and say, that's a guy that I believe you're going to have to contend with this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's, it's really going to be interesting. I mean, I, you know, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, I think Hamlin could pull it off. I'm not, you know, Kyle's a good road course racer, but he's never, he's not, you know, Kyle's in a weird place right now. I feel like one of these races, he's going to about lap the field. It, you know, like his breakout moment again, but He's kind of in a weird place, too. I'm actually not sad that he's in a place right now because well, he's not dominating the way he normally is. Well, that's so. true, but but I just, it is it But is then on the other side of the coin, you have Martin Truex, who's won the last two races. Yeah, so. and, and again, very quiet end to the regular season, but comes, you know, blasting out of the barn door in the playoffs. And, you know, Truex now has himself in a position where he goes into a race that he obviously had won last year. Um, until Jimmy Johnson caught up to him and then, you know, swatted him around, not on purpose, but, um, it's, it's just one of those things where you look at this and say, well, if Truex wins here, you know, now you start looking forward and going, it could, could be a while for him before you, you know, um, it's a great time to be on a run. It's like that, James. Yeah, for sure. There's another guy that I'm just going to throw this out there that won all three races in a round. I was Joey a couple years ago when he did that. Remember yeah. when Joey won all three races? Mm-hmm. This is a chance for Truex to win all three races yeah, in true. this round. So I, hadn't thought I mean, about that, he's yeah. going to be tough to beat. You saw you saw what he had last year; almost won the race. So now he has a chance to win all three. Well, yeah, and you know the equipment's going to be you know as good uh, as it was last year. Now, of course, you know it's a different package. So you know I think that's going to play into this a little bit too because it is going to be a different kind of a race with this package, and nobody knows quite what this package is going to do there. So. You know, I think you've got a situation for sure where, you know, it could be a toss-up. And Gibbs I, has it figured out no matter what the package is, but... I yeah, mean. but I mean, this is a different... Again, it's a different thing. A road course, a roval, different animal. Um, you know, it's it's just... I think it's going to be a good race. The, the, the thing that's most intriguing about both the Cup race and the Xfinity race is the unknown. And, you know, for the next year or two, until everybody really kind of... And, and even by the time you get used to it, NASCAR is going to throw you a brand new car 
Right. <laughs> so, you know, this roval race is going to be an unknown, I feel like, for, you know, a few years to come. I kind of want to jump in off of Cup real quick and go to Xfinity, if you go don't ahead. mind. Yeah. Austin Sendrick's been the powerhouse on road courses oh, yeah. this year. You think he still does it oh, at of course. the Roval? Yeah, I think he's the guy that you look at as we go into the Roval on the Xfinity side. He's the guy that's the favorite, in my opinion. I mean, Christopher Bell won the last road course race. Well, so. and Chris keeps saying, I can't race road courses. Uh, well, you won, so <laughs> you did something right. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody anymore, exactly. Chris. You know, um, but um, yeah, I think I think Cindric would have to be the favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, as we saw last year, I mean, Chase Briscoe did a really nice job. Um, so it's kind of wide open, and that's what makes it fun. And then, of course, we have the added bonus this this weekend or on, on Friday, which is tomorrow as we air this live on Thursday, um, you're going to see Joseph Newgarden take yes. a lap around the Roval in his Indy car. Yes. And the big question that everybody's asking is, could this mean something? Where there's smoke, there's fire, people. Well, that's my... I mean, I, you're not, well, but I mean, we, in terms of, you know, James is shaking his head, nah. but... Why would why would Indy send what? Joseph Newgarden to Charlotte with an Indy car just for fun? Right. I I you think know? that it, there's been a lot of talk about NASCAR and Indy car doing a doubleheader, and I said last year after the Roval race that would be the perfect place for it to happen. Um, so I think they're wanting to just test to see how the Indy car handles all of the transitions from the different. Well, if they can handle you know, St. Petersburg or well, you know one of the other well, but you got stupid some, street courses you know, pretty that they run. kind of drastic uh, transitions there with the with the Roval. But Brian would know anything about that. If, yeah, if they can figure out how to deal with that. Um, I just think it'd be the natural. Oh yeah, situation to do that. But James. couldn't you kind of compare an Indy car to like a Legends car, sorta? With the way their suspension is and all that, the way they're designed, mm. and see the way that works. Have you works. seen the Legends yes. guys run? Yes, but they no. Fly <laughs> the Indy cars, Indy cars are lower to the ground. Indy cars are lower. So that's, I think, where we're, you know, where you, you, you got to kind of, but I, I think it's going to be fascinating tomorrow. I can't wait to see that, to see how that goes. Um, it's the, loud, here, first here of all. Joseph, so well, yeah. If you've never been to an Indy car, uh, any kind of, I mean, it's only one car, but p- take your earplugs because it is loud. And how amazing would, would that be if we ever saw a double header like that? And I think it's the And it's a market they haven't they, they haven't been to. Yeah. So it would yeah. be a brand new market for Indy cars. It would be so. amazing. Um, so, you know, people, and, and then you get people that go, well, I don't know if that would work. They'd be fighting over which one has the Sunday show. No, they wouldn't. It doesn't it's matter. It's NASCAR's country. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can put it on either day. It doesn't matter. You know, I mean, people are going to watch and come and do what they want and go to the. I mean, the whole idea, obviously, is you should have a combined ticket. And then if you do that, then, you know, people have the incentive to go to both anyway. But I just think it'd be fascinating to, to see that that opportunity. Um, so we're going to see that tomorrow. And, of course, we've got Xfinity on Saturday and then um, Cup on Sunday. And, you know, both of these races are important. Xfinity is behind Cup in their playoff run. So this is not a cutoff for the Xfinity series. It is for the Cup series. Um, you know, and, and we start looking at... You, you've got, you know, if you look even as far ahead as a month, you've got Martinsville. And that's, so you 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 kind of go from here, I think you go to, what, Dover? Um, I forget. It's it Kansas. Kansas, Talladega. I think. Yeah, Talladega, then Martinsville, something, something like, like that. that. Um, and it's it's definitely a um, a tight run from here. You, you can't afford a bad race from this point, especially mm. if you're outside of the top four or five. In the playoffs, you'd better be on your game and you better be getting stage points. And that's either division. 
So that's what's going to make this a very aggressive race, just like it was last year. And I think, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of excitement. And and as far as weather, if you're coming over here, uh, bring your bikini, bring your bikini. It's going to be 90 degrees both days and sun. There is no chance of foul weather, according to the meteorologists, um, at any point. I don't even think we know weekend. what foul weather is here. We haven't had rain in like weeks. It, well, it, it has been a little while, um, but we had enough of it over the summer. to it's true. We, we, we deserve true. this dry spell. But uh, anyway, um, definitely a lot of action. Obviously, CharlotteMotorSpeedway.com, NASCAR.com to get all the uh, the uh, the news and, and all of that. But uh, Race Chaser Radio going to be there all weekend long. So follow at Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram because we're going to have photos, pictures, all of that. And uh, we'll have audio for the shows for next week. Keep you up on what's going on. We'll be there all weekend long. Really looking forward to that. And uh, Randy, I uh, pick a winner for the Xfinity race. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Christopher Bell. He won the last one, so why not? All right, I'm going on the two inch limb and pick Cindric James. Which one of us are you gonna agree with? I'm gonna go with Bell. I like okay. Bell. He's hot right now. So two to one for Bell on the uh, <laughs> panel here. I had to get that in. More of the show after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. 
circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. This is our white flag segment uh, and just about a minute and a half left of radio. Those of you watching us on WSIC 25.2 in Charlotte right now, don't go anywhere. Our post-show TV overtime is coming up next. But I'm uh, not done. Yeah, we got about a minute and a half uh, and we, we talked a little bit about uh, all of the particular pieces of the Roval real quickly. Uh, of course, IndyCar wrapping up its season. Joseph Newgarden uh, winning the championship at Laguna Seca. Shocker. Yeah. Um, but haven't had a chance to sort of talk this around the table. So I'm going to give you about 30 seconds, Randy. Uh, are you digging the way that that worked out or not? Because I really, he didn't even have to try. <laughs> I just thought that was such a big disappointment. Yeah. I mean, it, part of me is one of those pr- people that you know if you if you win the championship it shouldn't matter how many points you win it by yeah. you you did a great job and you won the championship but then the racing fan of me is like it needs to be some sort of competition because he just smoked the entire field and well he like, didn't really, though that well was i mean the but for the he, season he, for the season for the season yeah. but i mean that wasn't not my doing pro- the race my problem with, is that he we get to the last race it's this big old you know wide road course nice course but no racing. I mean, yeah. it just it. Newgarden sat back and just Should've basically been on vacation limped in Maui and, and still won by twenty five yeah, points. Exactly. It was a double point show. I mean, IndyCar needs to end this thing on an oval. That's the only way to do that. Or the other thing is do what NASCAR does: reset everybody to zero and go out and then may the best man on that day win the championship. One or another. We're done. TV overtime next. Thanks everybody. See you next week. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.